Hiya, welcome back to Miss Adventurous. Uh, my name is Tiffany Rouge and it's time for another episode of... So this is where my money goes. The part of my podcast where I talk in depth about money, covering off issues about how people see it and their spending and earning habits. Now, this week's subject is a really interesting take on what a 20-something earner is doing with their cash because you think about a young person, all they're ever going to do is blow their money on booze and, you know, habitual things, getting tattoos and things like that. And this is a really interesting other side to that. We talk about all things from savings to high maintenance to investing and her definition of all those things are really different because when we talk about her goals, they're quite different to the previous so this is where my money goes guests and I feel like she's got a couple of steps ahead of them too if you do want to catch up on the previous so this is where my money goes guests they are episode three and five of the misadventurous list of podcast episodes so you can go back and listen to them at any time but let's get into it Let's start with how much money you make a year. I make $53,000 a year. Okay. And is that before or after tax? Before tax. And how much is that a month, a week, you know, after tax? So how much do you take home when you take home? So do you get paid fortnightly? Yeah. And how much do you take home a fortnight? So I probably take home sixteen fifty a fortnight. Right. And that is after tax? Yeah. Okay, great. And how old are you? 24. And what job have you got? Administration for a radio station. And where are you? I'm located in Brisbane. And your skill level, have you been to uni? Uh, have you been doing that specific job long or you know, were you recently promoted? I've been doing this job for four years. Right. And do you have a degree or anything? I have no degrees except for my high school diploma. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So that's about where you're standing. Let's talk about how much is, like, that's your ingoings, right? Roughly 1600 a fortnight, yeah? Yeah. So uh, do you live in a house or a unit? I live in a house. Okay, and how much do you pay in rent in Brisbane? I pay $350 a fortnight, so 175 a week. Okay, and that is, is that for a room or the whole place? kind of the entire place but it's split between me and my housemate okay so that 175 is halved a week that's what i pay she pays 195 okay all right so so what your share of the rent is is 175 a week yeah okay do you have any loans i do not have any loans okay cool and what do you pay in uh bills like electricity phone that sort of thing i pay Seven fifty in bills. Okay, so and is that a month? Uh, that's a fortnight. Seven hundred and fifty dollars a fortnight in bills. Yeah. Okay, break that down for me. So, what's the biggest one out of that seven fifty? My rent is the biggest one for three fifty. Okay, so that brings it down to four hundred. Um, because I calculated this at the bank the other day. Oh, cool. Maybe the rent is separate. I think the rent was separate. So seven twenty. So that's one hundred and eighty dollars a fortnight for food. Um, $150 on the credit card. No, $50 for petrol, I mean. $50 on my phone. 
I think that's it. Yeah, right. So you don't have any other outgoings, like maybe a gym membership or like a music Both subscription credit service? Credit cards. So that's like $150 is all my direct debit stuff's on my credit card. Okay. What other direct debits have you got? Stan, yep, health insurance. Okay. So that's 720 coming out of your 1600 Is that correct? Yeah. Right. And um, do you have any other hobbies, any other things that you are regularly paying money out to? No, except for my food expenses. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's talk about food then. So you said the 150 that you spend on food, is that just cooking at home or is that going out budget as well? So that is me just cooking for a fortnight. So that's two weeks worth of food for me. That doesn't include if I want to get takeaway or a coffee or any of those things. Okay. And then how much do you allow for the getting the takeaways and the coffees? Like, do you budget that out or do you just go, oh, I'm just going to spend an extra $5 today? Or do you allow yourself a certain amount of money so that you can spend, you know, on, on coffees and takeaways? So once I've paid all my bills and I've put money and I've put my savings aside wherever they need to go, I whatever's left over, that's mine to play with and I can kind of do whatever I want with it. So if I've got a couple of hundred dollars left over, I can, you know, go out for dinner a couple of nights or get takeaway here and there. But I don't like to do it too often because it does start to stack up. Right. Okay. You you said uh, you put money away for savings. Is it the same amount every time you do it? Yes. So I do three savings. I have put three different amounts of money aside. Two of those are the same reoccurring every pay and the other one is just whatever I have left over in my bank account I put aside for um, shopping or other expenses or holidays and stuff. That's a really interesting um, thing to do, have three different savings channels. Where did you learn to do that? From my mother. So I've always been a good saver and I was always saving um, all my money into one bank account. But when it came to the time where I needed to pay for my car insurance, my car registration, electricity bills, I didn't have any money on me I had to delve into my savings so I started putting some money into my savings account and then I got some money put to the side you know I started off with $50 a pay and it built up slowly and then that paid for my bills because my bills are very massive and it happens every six months so I make sure I have some money put aside to pay for those so that when my bills come I'm not freaking out about where my money is and you know how much food how much money I can spend on food this week or whether I can even eat this week because I know I've got that money put aside and I don't have to worry about it. And then my third one's just whatever I have left over in my bank account at the end of my pay fortnight, I'll just put it into another account and that slowly builds up. So then if I want to go on holidays or buy flights or go somewhere or do something, I can just take it straight out of there and it's not going to affect me and my budget. Okay, so roughly then, what's your main savings account? Let's break down these three accounts. So you, you sort of have, what's your main savings account? My main savings account is just basically saving for my future. Okay, and how much do you put away into that whenever you do? I put $250 uh, a fortnight. Okay, and then so your secondary savings account is for your bills and your car and everything like that, yes? Yes. And how much do you put away for that? 
I put $200 to pay into that one. Right. And then your third one is just whatever's left over after, you know, you've done everything and paid everything. Is that, do you contribute to that third savings account before or after you've given yourself that disposable income that you go out and buy takeout and coffees and stuff with? After. So basically on the Tuesday, because my pay is coming in on a Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. So uh, before my pay comes in Wednesday night, on either between probably Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, I will go in, check how much money I have in there, take it out into and transfer it into that other spare bank account. And then that way I have a fresh pay because I've budgeted my entire pay. So I'm able to save, live and do whatever I want. And then whatever's left over, whether it's a hundred dollars, it's $300, depending on what I've done in that fortnight, it'll just go into that other savings account. Wow. That's really smart. Yeah. So like, is that something that often happens? So you will get to the end of your pay week and the next day will be payday and you'll have money left over. Like how often does that happen? Um, I would, I like a minimum of a hundred dollars a pay to go in there, but it happens every fortnight, whether it's a large amount or whether it's a small amount, it just depends on how much I'm doing on the weekends and how much I'm eating out and how much I'm driving places and going out and doing things and shopping. That depends how much is left over. Sometimes I have like $300 in there. Sometimes I have $80, but it all goes in and that just starts to accumulate. Wow. Okay. So, so break down your budget then, because that's uh, like I'm really interested in that because I make around about the same amount as you, and I never have money left over. So I don't know. Maybe it's because I go out and drink a lot, and you know, I I tend to forget where all my money is going, and I'm not tracking it. Like, is that something that you do? Like, do you go and 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 mindlessly spend at all? No, I don't like to just go like, oh, I have hundred dollars in my account. I'm gonna spend that all on online shopping you know and stuff like I spend on things that I need like if I need protein that would come out of there because that's like a hundred dollars if I need things like I'm I need new clothes or I need new shoes or I'm my bag's broken like I don't mindlessly spend the only time I do is at Christmas time for those boxing day sales but I save for that so I have money put aside just so I can do that so it's not all coming out. Yeah, wow. That's really good. I feel like you're really good with your money. <laughs> I am very good with my money. I had a meeting with my bank the other week and they were like, wow, you're really good with money. And I'm like, yes, I am. And they were very jealous. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they offer you a loan? Like were they trying to get you to sort of, you know, get a high interest loan? No, they actually wanted to um, see if I was interested in doing a term deposit because I just have this amount of money sitting there not doing Doing anything like it earns interest but it could earn a lot more interest in a term deposit but I don't touch it all mm. I do is just keep adding to it so if I took a, an amount out of there and just chucked it in a term deposit I could get more interest in the long run yeah so that would be ways for me to increase my value right. on my savings accounts so you said you were saving for your future what do you have any idea of what that is I guess in monetary format like are you saving for a house or something like that yeah so basically I'm saving for a house um, I've always saved for a house because it's something that I do want to buy but also I'm just saving for like a holiday like if I want to go overseas I can spend I can just buy a flight you know even if they're a few grand or something like that like I can go out and buy 
myself. I save for myself. Like I'm high maintenance for myself, as I would say. When you say high maintenance for yourself in terms of because when you go away, you want to go to nice hotels or maybe when you want to buy things, you want to buy the best brands. What do you mean by high maintenance? (laughs) Let me think about how I'm (laughs) going to say this. So I'm a high maintenance for myself. So there is like that upkeep, like, you know, like me getting my hair done, stuff like that. Like I want new tires on my car. I want new rims on my car. Like I want all these things. I don't want someone else to go out and buy them for me. I want to buy them for myself. Well, fair enough. I can see that. Like in yeah. a way it's, 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 I don't think that that is then high maintenance. I think that is just supporting yourself. Yeah, like I'm I'm an independent woman and I do not need a man or anyone to buy things for me. Like I can do it myself. Yeah, cool. I respect that. I like that. Looking at, I guess, your future and you said you've got all this savings, where do you hope to be in five years? Like from $53,000 a year, where do you want to be money-wise in five years' time? Like do you think you're going to stay in, I guess, working in radio or working in media and hopefully getting more money or do you have any idea at all? I want to still be in the job that I am. Like the position that I am in is very hard to move upwards, but I'm hoping that I can and move to different areas of the country and work in different markets and hopefully go up pay levels. That's, you know, I mean, that's all anyone ever wants is to get a pay rise. Yeah, fair enough. And I guess in that sense, like, do you enjoy your job? Yes, I do. I love my job. And so with that, it's it's really cool that to sort of see that you want to go somewhere with it, keep doing the job that you're doing, but I guess moving around. And do you think in five years time that you're 24, you'll be 29, is there a point where you want to stop moving around and settle down? So what I my plan is that my next destination where I move to I want to buy a house because I know that I don't know how long I'm going to be where I am currently. I'm not in a position at the moment to buy a house, but when I move to my next destination, I definitely do want to buy a house, kind of settle down and do well, There is a location where I want to go and that's my end game at the moment. Right. But so many different things can happen in five years, you know, anything can happen. Don't know where I'll end up in five years. Yeah. Well, okay. So five years is a long time. Let's talk about the end of the road, end of work, retirement. What do you hope to have by the time you get to the end of your work and you go, all right, now's the time for me to stop doing the admin job that I've been loving for the past X amount of years. I've got it everything. I've made it sweet. I am going to stop working. At what point in your life will you say that to yourself? Probably... When I have enough money to stay afloat and live the best life that I can still. When you say money, are you talking about money in the bank or like income or shares or what do you mean by money? Money in the bank. So if I have enough money to keep myself living the same lifestyle as I would while working, I would want to retire. Are you hoping to have any assets or, you know, when... All right, tell me about them. I'm hoping to have houses and probably have investments and probably in is it investing in the stock market is that what that is yeah yeah yeah. so just I want to have you know shares somewhere 
and have investment properties and just happy, be happy. Like I would love to just retire and travel the world and do everything I want to do. And with that, have you done anything towards that sort of retirement? I mean, do you know how much is in your super account, that sort of thing? Do you? Is that something that's, I guess, maybe not high on your horizon, but it's on the sort of things that you think about at some point? I feel like I need to educate myself on investments and stocks and shares and all of that stuff because I have probably... 50, 60 years until I retire and there are people who I know that are in their 50s and they don't know anything about investment properties like they live in a house with their partner and then that's all they is and then they all they have is a super account so I want to educate myself on all the possibilities and how to get the best out of my super fund and just how like I want to retire comfortably like I want to educate myself on how to get there do you know get... how to do that like how, are you doing anything towards that um I read books and I make appointments with banks to speak about it I have an appointment in August to talk about um investing in shares um and looking at you know term deposits for my savings so those can build up interest like I've been in a relationship with my bank the same bank for 10 years so I do communicate a lot with them about ways that I can benefit from my savings accounts, you know, just little helpful things, anything they can tell me, any specials they've got going. I do get a lot of emails and they ring me sometimes for special offers and I'm more than happy to listen because maybe it could benefit me in some way. Like I'm very open mind and when it comes with money and learning about where you can invest your money because there's so many different things that you can invest your money in. Yeah, to build so true. Up. Plus, I mean, yes, the stock market, it crashes and it rises. There's highs and lows but we're talking 50 60 years on the stock market if I like I feel like now is the time to invest because I will be investing um, a decent amount of money for a long period of time so by the time I get to the end of my 60 years I could probably have double or tripled what I would have normally had if I just had a normal super account what will make you invest I'm not sure what would make me invest I would definitely need to get more than one opinion on investing. I have read books about investing your money and it is something that interests me. Yeah, what kind of books? Do you know the, like, I, the names? Yes, I read The Barefoot Investor and that got me really interested in stocks and investing my money and looking at where little areas that I could save my money, like where I'm getting fees and charges for things that I can reduce. Mm-hmm which is how I ended up changing my credit card. So I don't actually pay any annual fees on that. Mm-hmm. But I do, it's something that interests me investing because I feel like, you know, the markets rise and fall, but over a long period of time, I feel like I would still benefit at the end. So what role does money play in your life? You know, you go to work, uh, you do lots of these things. Like how do you see money? Literally my favorite thing in the world is money and budgeting like I love numbers because like when I was growing up my parents didn't have a lot of money and they lived paycheck to paycheck and they weren't able to save Mm -hmm. and you know we were broke so something mum taught me was how to save and you know probably one of my biggest fears is not having any so I want to make sure that I can look after myself and that that's why I'm so cautious of saving and budgeting 
because I don't want to be in a position where I don't have any money and I can't afford food or I can't afford petrol, I can't afford electricity or to have a roof over my head. Money to me plays a very important part in my life. I like learning about it because it is such a massive thing, like money makes the world go around kind of thing. So it is important to me and it does play a big role in my life. But I try sometimes not to let it stop me from actually living my life. Like I save and save and save, but I need to, I'm just working so I can save for a house. But the thing is, I'll have enough money. Like I have enough money to buy a house now, but just go live. That's why that's something that I've noticed is that I'm just saving all my money, but I'm not doing anything with it. And I need to start doing something with it and start living my life. Yeah, right. So in in the same sense that it's not just sort of being stagnant, like it seems that you're, you're in a good place, but it's uh, a hard thing to kind of see where you go from there. You know, what's the advancement? What's the step up from where you are? Like you've, you've got this accumulation happening, but it's kind of what you do with everything you've accumulated now. Yeah. So I'm just at this point where I'm just like, I have all this money. What am I going to do with it? So I'm like, well, I'm 24. Why don't I get out and explore the world? Because like sometimes I won't do things. And I'm like, no, it costs money and I don't want to spend all my money and I want to save my money. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to get out and explore the like I'm actually missing out on so many things like my money holds me back sometimes because I don't want to spend it so I have moments where I'm like no I need to get there I need to see the world I need to actually do things with my life like what is it I don't live to work I work to live that's what I need to start looking at and I'm working so I can go out and explore the world and do things that I want to do and see things like you know I'm out of my bubble of where I spent the last 17 years of my life I'm in a new place. I'm in Brisbane. There's so much to do and explore and I just need to get out and start doing things. Like do things with my money instead of just letting it sit there. It's like you buy a really nice fancy car and you just leave it in the garage because it looks nice. But take it out and drive it. Take it for a spin. Have some fun. Live yes. a little. Yes. So in, in the same sense that like in a way you want to start spending your money. Yeah. I want to start spending my money but saving at the same time. Yeah. I, I can definitely save. I know. I earn like I get like $1,000 a year in interest. That's nice. Yeah. So it kind of just it keeps going up a little bit. Like the interest, I love it. And then like I actually called my bank one day. And they're like, oh, we can put you on a three-month. Uh, they have an offer that comes out every three months, and it's like they can put a higher percentage of interest in all your savings accounts so you get more interest than just the normal amount um, for awesome. the entire three months. What bank are you with? I'm with Commonwealth. Yeah, right. seems like they're really working for you. So, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I have like in my diary, like I'll call them every three months and be like, hey, what's your special interest offer for this? And it's like, they don't put it out there. You have to ring and ask about it and they'll tell you. Is that like a bank-wide thing or is it just like your bank? Well, it's just, I know Commonwealth Bank do. I don't know if anyone else does it, but I just, I actually like ringing my bank and talking to them and seeing what offers they have for me because they do I get offers frequently um because I went to the bank the other day and I was like oh can you pull my credit card up 
she was like, why? You don't need any more. And I was like, yeah, but I just, I want to because I just like a big credit card. So my credit card just went from 10 to 15. Wow. So, it's crazy oh. interesting that you look at that though because on on my side of the scale my credit card limit is 6 grand and my bank have sent me messages in the past saying like hey do you want to increase your limit and I'm like no hell no I don't need any other reason to kind of want to increase my limit like to to feel the need to give you more money you know it's crazy that you love that It was at 10 and I was like oh can we go to like 13 13 and a half maybe or well, I like whole numbers so I was like let's go to 13 and she's like okay and she She's like, well, they offered you 15. And I was like, okay, let's do 15. And she was like, no, that's too big. Can we do 13? And I was like, no, I want 15. And she's like, okay, I'll give you 15. And I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> just seeing all my bank accounts there. It's just, I don't know. I love my little ComBank app because it's just so much easier for me to go through. And, you know, I just have a good relationship with my bank. <laughs> Girl has got some seriously good advice, stuff that I think I am going to start taking up as well. Who knows? I may just become a little bit better with my money from doing this part of my podcast. If you enjoyed any part of this podcast, please uh, leave a review. Let me know what you're thinking about it. Hit subscribe. Tell your mates all about it. Podchaser is a really cool review website. Uh, it's kind of like IMDB, but for podcasts. And if you are digging what I'm putting down, I'd love a five-star review. If you don't like it, please review it. You know, I'm always up for any sort of feedback and I'm also always up for a chat. So feel free to get in touch, THG Rouge on Gmail, or just find me on Facebook, Tiffany Rouge. Start the conversation there. Always keen to have that chat. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.